This episode of The Real Health Podcast is brought to you by Vitable, taking the guesswork out of vitamins. Personalized vitamins, premium quality, all delivered to your door. Use code VIT30 for 30% off your first month. Read the labels, follow directions of use. If symptoms persist, talk to your healthcare professional. Vitamin and mineral supplements should not replace a balanced diet. everyone, welcome back to the Real Health Podcast, empowering you to find your version of real health. You're joined by Ebony May, that's me, and my co-host Carla Michelle. Good afternoon, Carla. Good afternoon, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. And in today's episode, we are talking all things motivation and discipline. What's the difference between them? What do they mean? How can you cultivate motivation? Can you rely on it? And what does building discipline mean? I'm super excited about this episode today, but first thing is first, I want to hear your real health recap. Okay, so my week has been super exciting, Ev. As you would know, I actually have gotten a new job, which I'm so excited about. It's at a health food store, which I feel like I've manifested because there was no health food stores around my area and one has popped up and they're both just so lovely, the owners, and I'm really excited to be able to help people with their health and nutrition in a different way, giving recommendations and things like that. So, and obviously I'm really excited to have all the yummy lactose-free and health food right there for me. So I'm so excited. What about your week? I had a really exciting week because I bought a puppy. I will show you guys. I'll probably post her on the Real Health Podcast story so you guys can see her. Her name is Gracie. She is a Dutch hound. The love of my life. I'm obsessed with her and she is so beautiful. So I will definitely post her on that. So that's been my week. I have barely posted on Instagram. I've done the bare minimum for everything in my life because I've been so sidetracked with my baby. Yeah, it's like you're a new mama now, like all your energy and time is going to be on training Gracie and looking after Mm -hmm. her. But yeah, she's so she's so gorgeous. You guys have to check out um, Ebony's Instagram. I think she's already like she puts up heaps of stories. So definitely get on that because today she put up a story and she was wearing like this really cute little pink jacket and my heart just melted. Yeah, her (laughs) pink hoodie. I think I'm going to start a stories highlight to them. When you're having a bad day, you can go and have a look at Gracie because she will cheer you up. Let's get into the real health recommendation. Do you have one for me? Yes, I'm so excited to share this with you because usually I'm like umming and ahhing of what to recommend, but I've had this in my head for the whole week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I picked up Simon Hill's new book, The Proof Mm -hmm. is in the Plants. Have you heard about his book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. I've only started reading it and already I'm getting so much out of it. If you guys don't know, Simon Hill is the owner of the Plant Proof podcast Mm -hmm. um, and he's just a wealth of knowledge. He's a nutritionist and he talks about obviously plant-based nutrition. Now I'm not plant-based myself, but I do eat a lot of plant-based food and I do eat a little bit of fish and meat here and there. Um, But it's just so interesting because it's really backed by science and he just goes into depth in terms of like gut health and things that everybody, regardless if you're plant-based or not, should know. And Mm. yes, so I'll keep you guys up to date with how that's going. What about you, Ev? My recommendation for this week is pre-made meals now as I said I have been so busy just like I mean not even busy just 
procrastinating with Gracie and I think that something that Jordan and I started doing recently is having a bunch of you know those pre-made meals they've got no gluten obviously I'm celiac so it ticks all those boxes and they're really nutritionally dense heaps of vegetables just pop them in the freezer and then instead of you know having to order Uber Eats or having like a butter sandwich for lunch you can actually have a really nutrient dense meal and I do think there is this sort of stigma around eating frozen foods now some of them can be like as nutritionally dense as a box of cardboard but like the the box it's in others can be really great and I I think that sometimes we need to be realistic you're not always going to have time to make this beautiful vegetable soup you have to be prepared in other ways otherwise you're just going to feel down on yourself or you're going to eat something that you don't really feel like or something that's not going to satiate you or that's not going to be nutritionally satisfying so I've been loving this definitely been utilizing it a lot and we ordered it again And because they're in the freezer, I really like, you know, if you don't eat it that week or if you do want to cook that week, you definitely can. And I definitely recommend it. Not sponsored. That sounds really good. And what I also do sometimes is like you can obviously batch batch make your food and make a little bit extra and then almost like make your own frozen meals and store it in the freezer. Yeah, we do have some soup that I made in the freezer, which has been so handy. And that's kind of what inspired us to buy the meals because we did we did start freezing our own food. But now it's just so fun because Jordan kind of, it was his thing that he was doing. Like he took charge. Oh, that's good. And now I go out to the freezer and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, what's for dinner? <laughs> just finished my sautéed chicken. Oh, nice. Okay, so I want to do our real quick cue. And I haven't asked you this because I want to just hear your honest opinion and see what you have on the spot. Just a reminder, you can DM us through our Instagram at Real Health Podcast with your questions. And I love the range of questions that are coming through. So today's question is, I have a really big decision to make, which impacts both my personal and professional life. How do you make decisions when you are really confused about what you want? All right. This is a deep one. This is a good one. (laughs) So... I guess where to start, this kind of reminds me of when I was debating whether or not to leave my job. And I guess that was a really big professional and like a decision that would affect my professional life, but also my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the main thing for me being like a overly organized Capricorn is starting with like a pros and cons list and just kind of weighing up your options there. And I'm very much into tapping into your intuition and just going with your gut. So if it feels right, then do it. And if you've got mixed thoughts, then maybe possibly it's not the right time or it's not the right choice in the long run. What about you, Ab? What do you think? I think that's such good advice. And I think I was really excited for you to answer that because I know I feel like you're really good with your intuition. And I know that you've just been through a lot of hard decision making. I feel like we've both been through a lot of decision making. I feel like at the moment I'm quite indecisive, which I'm not usually indecisive. And when this came through, it just really resonated with me. So I think at the end of the day, when you're looking at your professional life and your personal life, look, I don't know exactly what's going on behind closed doors or in this certain situation, but you need to just sort of, I guess, weigh up, like you said, pros and cons, but also like what, what's a, what are you going to miss out on in either of these aspects? If this is like a once in a lifetime career opportunity, you need to take that more seriously than if it was just, you know, taking on an extra shift at the job that you're working. But I think that at the end of the day, you just have to, take every single person out of the equation you're only responsible for yourself and you need to be selfish sometimes 
I really, really love that you mentioned that because yeah, a lot of decisions you do consider the people around you, especially if you have a partner or there's somebody else that your decision will affect. But at the end of the day, you have to do what is best for you and go with your gut intuition, I guess. Just know that you're the one who has to sustain that decision at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay, let's get into the episode. What is the difference between motivation and discipline? For me, discipline is more training a behavior in yourself and you're building those, you know, healthy habits rather than motivation is more of like a short-term boost of almost like excitement and drive to do something. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, when it comes down to discipline and motivation, we will be kind of chatting more so about obviously health and well-being and fitness as well because we are health and health and fitness podcast but you could apply what we're going to chat about to all forms of your life obviously yeah I think that definition is fantastic I think when you look at motivation versus discipline if you're disciplined you can hopefully create the outcome that you want to create or on the other hand someone who's extremely motivated can create the outcome that they want to create They're both two vessels to help you get towards your goal. How reliable either of those vessels are differentiates. The way that I look at discipline is like a creation and a collection of habits. That takes time to build. I know that it says it like, you know, it says everywhere that it takes 21 days to build a habit. You know, perhaps that's true, but I think that creating those habits that you want to maintain for the rest of your life or the rest of your foreseeable future, it does take a while. So we're looking at the long game here. But comparing it to motivation and when we're looking at the reliability of these two vessels, I think discipline is the far more reliable one. And I guess it's kind of almost like what kickstart a lot of the goals and the habits. For example, like if people want to lose weight or start a health and fitness journey or something like that, I guess it's that motivation that first gets them going rather than a discipline. And I think there is such a major difference between the two, like especially, look, it is much harder to get motivation, I would say because you know it is influenced by so many factors like your mood time of the month you know or the weather like obviously if it's raining and gloomy outside versus if it's super sunny and warm outside I'm way more likely to take Tyson for a walk in that weather yeah I I agree but disagree at the same time because I think that motivation it's hard but it's also easy like it's hard because it's a feeling right whereas discipline is like an act like a discipline is like a way of being not necessarily like an emotion and when you look at motivation like I think that it's easy to trigger it but it just is not easy to sustain it right like you could you could be the night before like watching some videos on YouTube seeing this girl who's like smashing out a workout on her vlog and you're like I'm so motivated I'm gonna go to the gym tomorrow morning you're super motivated and that was easy all you had to do was watch a video to get that feeling but when you get up the next morning at 6 a.m. and then you turn off your alarm and go to sleep, the motivation has died. And because you don't have discipline, you don't carry out the action, which is why motivation is a, is a vessel like discipline, but it's far less reliable. So I get what you mean. Like it's it's you can't rely on it, which makes it hard. But it's so it's so easy to spark. And I think that a lot of people are chasing motivation. And it might be this misconception that they think people who are successful feel motivated all the time, 100% of the time. And, you know, we have like motivational speakers who are are usually successful people. I don't think that continuous motivation or 24-7 motivation is possible. I feel like maybe we want to be motivated all the time, but 
it's it's a feeling. So it is fleeting. It's like saying, I'm going to be happy for the rest of my life, no matter what. You're going to have feelings of laziness. You're going to have feelings of fatigue. You're going to go through different seasons of rest or hustle. So it's very important that I think the only vessel that can ride through all of those different storms and different roller coasters is discipline because motivation will never get you there through the whole thing. Yeah. And like that question that everybody's always asked, like, how do you stay so motivated to, you know, work out and eat well? Honestly, 99% of the time, I'm not that motivated, but I'm disciplined because Mm. I have built habits that I can fall back on when I'm not feeling super motivated. So like, for example, every time I go to Pilates, it's because I'm disciplined that I go on my app and book a class. And then obviously I need to go to that class because I've booked it. And then after that class, it's just a habit that I jump back on that app and rebook my next class. But in saying that, actually, the feeling that you get after the workout is that feeling that I tap into when I'm feeling motivated because I want to feel that feeling. It's almost like motivation sparks that instant gratification for me. Yeah. Yeah. And like if I can tap into that feeling when I'm not feeling super motivated, I guess that's what motivates me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like that high that you get after a workout or the knowing that fueling your body with really nutrient dense foods is going to instantly make me feel so much better than if I have fast food and I would instantly feel really sluggish and have energy crashes. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think one big thing to consider is when we're looking at health and fitness you shouldn't need to build like this crazy crazy discipline because you should like okay if I asked you Carla do you think the reason that you play with Tyson and give him cuddles is because you're disciplined no because I am motivated to see his little happy face and his wagging tail and because Mm. it sparks emotion in me like love and happiness true yeah you love him that's that's why yeah that's why you do it you don't think you don't it's not like it's not you know discipline that's driving you to play with your dog you love playing with your dog just like if somebody somebody's sitting on the couch right watching netflix all day and they're saying how can you be so disciplined to go to the gym every day well am i gonna say well how can you be so disciplined to sit on the couch every day like do you think that's discipline do you no but you obviously enjoy it like you get something out of it so i think it's really important when we're looking at health and fitness, if you're if you're trying to fit yourself into this generic, you know, going to the gym like six days a week, eating greens and chicken, you're probably not going to feel like that's something you want to do. That's not going to be something that's going to be easy to build discipline for. So I think that when we talk about this, it's like, yeah, you need to build discipline because you're not always going to want to do things, but you shouldn't want to, you shouldn't hate or dread doing these things, you know? A hundred percent. And I think the thing is that, you know, that motivation, like Ebony said, is definitely a feeling. So it's almost like if we're talking about health and fitness, finding the foods you love to eat or finding the type of workout you love to do is what's going to keep you motivated. Like, yes. for example... I was never one to exercise until like two years ago, right? Because I, was, I couldn't see myself running or doing a really intense, I don't know, lifting session. I mean, what's happened to me is that I found reformer Pilates that I absolutely love, mm-hmm. which 
I'm motivated to do because I love, but then I've also just fell in love with the feeling that exercise gives me. And then I've tapped into different forms of exercise and, and broadened it that way. But I didn't expect myself to love, you know, strength training straight away, but it's something I've definitely grown to love. Mm-hmm. And now I absolutely love doing it. So I guess starting small and tapping into what motivates you to kind of get your foot in the door with the health and fitness world. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think for me, I like I'm not going through a phase in my life right now that I enjoy running. It's really weird. I go through phases where I'll do like 10 kilometers and love running all the time. At the moment, I'm not in that stage. So I'm not going to force myself to do it. When I look at Reforma Pilates, I absolutely love it. I look forward to it. It's not a chore. Like it's me time. I absolutely love it. So I think it's really important to acknowledge that, yeah, you need to find those things that you love. That being said, Sometimes I don't, like sometimes I can only fit in the 6am class or sometimes I have to go at the end of a really long day and sometimes I don't look forward to it. That's where the discipline comes in. Correct. Yeah. It's not about dreading it, you know? And I think as well, like it's super important to touch on the fact that when, when you're disciplined to go, say after a big day of work, you're disciplined to go and you go to your reform Pilates, but it's important to tap into your like intuition and tap into your body and how it's actually feeling because if your body's telling you you need to rest you're not going to be like i know i'm too disciplined to go so i have to go to the gym like i'm sorry you do also have to listen to your body and like listen to your hunger and fullness cues as well when we're talking about food so Mm. that's just important to because it's it's important to separate like laziness almost yeah oh nah i'm kind of tired i'm not gonna go with the actual discipline and no, you know what? My body physically needs rest, even though I am, yes, still disciplined. I'm disciplined enough to understand what's best for my body and do that. Because mm. at the end of the day, that's all we're doing. Right? Exactly. The other mm. day, I went to book in my class and then remembered that I'd said to myself the day before, because I did reform it and I was quite sore and I was starting to get a little bit run down. And I remember saying, okay, I'm just going to have a rest day tomorrow. It got to the next day and I went to book in my class. That's the discipline, right? That's the habit. But I had to then say, okay, to myself, no, this is going to be a rest day. You know, it's about like, yeah. if I didn't have that discipline, it wouldn't even cross my mind to move my body, right? It wouldn't even cross my mind to make sure that I'm planning ahead. Like motivation doesn't plan ahead for you. Motivation doesn't like do the, do the hard work for you. Motivation like is when you put on a nice like activewear outfit and then that you know, makes you want to yes. go to the gym a little bit more. Or when you see someone else doing really well and you want to do really well, you know, like it's great. Motivation is amazing and I love feeling motivated. But I think that for me was like a true sign of discipline with that. It's like I have made those habits to move my body so much so that it was like I did it without even remembering that I needed to have a rest day. So then, of course, I cancelled it and I had a rest day and it was great. But But yeah, I think that's really important. You know what's funny? I did the same thing when gyms reopened here because gyms only reopened last Friday here in Victoria. And so I jumped on and I like booked all my reformer classes. I booked Monday to Friday. And then I just sat with myself and I was like, I kind of need to almost book in a rest day. Like I actually had to cancel one of the classes because Mm. I was like, I'm not going to do five in a row. Like, (laughs) So I just canceled one in the middle of the week. And I was like, yeah, I'll just stick with that. I'll plan ahead for my body and allow the rest time because resting is also just as important sometimes as doing the actual workout 
But I think as well, we should touch on like what habits actually look like and maybe some of the habits that we implement into our health and fitness routine that help us, which is almost our form of discipline. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think we are going to do a whole episode just on habits because I'm extremely fascinated by them. I want to just quickly go over, I guess, technically what a habit is and what a habit needs to include to actually be considered a habit. So when you're talking about a habit, you have a trigger. Okay. So the trigger is the thing that sparks the continuation of you for seeing this loop. Uh, I do a lot of like research with uh, into Charles Duick, which I can link into the show notes, uh, like perhaps a website or something that he his work is on. Absolutely fascinating. He's the one who's actually dissected the like what the habit actually is. So you've got your trigger, which is what sparks what's called a habit loop, which is coined by Charles Duick. Right. This is good because this is the first time I'm hearing it mm. as well. Taking mental notes. Continue. <laughs> So when we look at habits, these are things that are tapped into our subconscious part of the brain, which means that it's not really an active decision. And when we rely on our habits, it's actually a separate part of our brain than decision making. Mm. So it's like our decision making part of the brain gets to have a little bit of a rest. So our body wants to be able to rest as much as possible, you know, because we want to survive. We want to store as much energy as possible. So your body will try to make habits as often as possible like it's trying to work with you here okay but you're not going to make a habit just going to the gym like once a week like that's not going to be that's not going to be something that you make a habit okay so you have that first thing you're going to have like positive habits like habits that help you and then habits that are quite negative and then it's when you're looking sort of like possibly at emotional eating or addiction you know because they're all habits so essentially you need a trigger and it could be a feeling so perhaps let's say um you're you're upset and we can go down the emotional eating track because that helps me just because that's what I did my course in so let's say that you, the trigger is you're feeling upset because you're you Carla was really mean to me while we we're podcasting and now I'm upset <gasps> this is just an example <laughs> so now I'm upset okay so we hung up the phone and now there's a routine so the routine is what I do like in between here right so there's the trigger and then there's the routine now the trigger happens I'm upset then the, the routine is that I go and eat three blocks of Cadbury milk chocolate. Yum, just quietly. The, like, <laughs> right? Yeah. So then the the outcome of that is like the reward for me. It's like the taste of chocolate and then that feeling that I associate with it. So possibly I associate with chocolate comfort and happiness. Okay, whether that's short-lived or, or, or not. Yeah. That's what a habit is. Now, if you don't have the reward at the end of the habit loop, you won't form a habit, which is why it's so important when we're talking about exercise. If you hate it and afterwards you feel so like sore and you absolutely hated it, you're not going to form a habit. Whereas we've talked about reformer Pilates and how much we love it. At the end, you feel amazing. Because we have that reward at the end of feeling amazing, your body wants to create that habit loop. Correct. Yes. And we, we mm. can tap into that feeling... Which is what's going yeah. to keep us motivated to do exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Correct. Because okay. you could yeah, so you could alternatively, right, yeah. say the chocolate, you think that makes you feel good, but it's a short-term fix. You can change the routine to get a similar or the same outcome. So it doesn't mean we're never going to be sad, okay? So what we need to do is instead of relying on always being happy and avoiding feeling sad, it's like, okay, how can we find a way to feel happy again after being sad because that's inevitable but it'd be a more positive experience so maybe when you feel sad and we hang up this phone call 
I go to Reforma Pilates and then I feel better, <laughs> right? So you yeah. can change the actual routine and we're going to go into much more depth with this when we're looking into our episode just on habits. But essentially all you really need to know is that you don't have to work as hard to do things that have already had a habit created for them. It's like if you said to me, I can't believe you go to the gym every day or I can't believe you do Reforma Pilates most days. Imagine me saying to you, I can't believe you brush your teeth twice a day. You're going to be like, what do you mean? I just brush my teeth. Like, it's just like, I don't even think about it. It's just something I do. It's just something I do. And this is such a big thing when it comes to health and fitness, because I always, always say that it's not a quick fix. It's a lifestyle change. And if you're not willing to actually change your lifestyle, which is therefore implementing habits and changing your not so good habits, Mm -hmm. you can't sustain it. Fitness and health is a lifestyle. Absolutely. Would you agree, Eb? Yeah. So I think it's just about like recognizing that maybe there are a few habits that are not so good currently in your routine and identifying your triggers and how you can shift those. So for example, even for me, I know that because I'm kind of working from home a little bit more now with podcasting and studying, I know that the pantry is just a few steps away from the study and it's almost like when I get a little bit bored or when I feel like I need to take a break from study it's just it's a habit for me to just go to the pantry and that's something I need to change mm-hmm. so it's almost like identifying that my trigger was boredom yes exactly and, and then your I needed outcome, a break right yes. yeah your trigger is boredom your outcome like your desired outcome and the reward of that is that you get a break so yes that's and you're using the routine there the way that you're getting that is by eating food from the pantry. But you need to ask yourself, it's not actually the food, like I'm not actually hungry, so how can I cure my boredom and get a break without necessarily eating from the pantry? And that's there's a whole plethora of reasons, you know, like ideas. You could go for a quick walk, you could go play with Tyson, you could do a breathing exercise. Those things take a little bit more work. Instinctively, you're going to do what you have been doing. Now you've created that little habit, but it's much easier to change a habit then abolish that habit completely. You know, if you were to say, no, nah, I'm going to sit down, unless I go to the toilet, I'm going to be sitting down working all day long, right? You don't need to do that. Just alter your habit to make it impact you more positively than it is. Vitable is an Aussie company, all products made in Australia. Their vitamins have high bioavailability, which means they're absorbed easily by the body. They're 100% clean with no nasties. They also put up to 12 products in one daily pack, which means you can say goodbye to the expensive individual vitamin bottles and you can also be more sustainable. Vitable take the guesswork out of choosing your vitamins. They have an online quiz that you can do for free, which helps you decide which vitamins may be best for you. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes below so you can try the quiz now. VIT30 for 30% off your first order. Always read the label, follow the directions for use. If symptoms persist, talk to your healthcare professional. Vitamin and mineral supplements should not replace a balanced diet. Now, let's get back to the episode. Let's maybe chat about some of the good habits that we've implemented that really do help us along our like health and fitness journey. Okay, you hit me with yours. Okay, I think one of the key ones, and I spoke about this in my morning routine a little bit, is that I set up my reformer clothes and my like reformer socks and everything the night before. So that to me is a habit. As soon as I know... Okay, I've booked it for, you know, say Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. I know on a Sunday night, the Monday morning, I get up and all I have to do is put my clothes on. It's a no-brainer. That's a habit that's already done for me. I've made it really simple. Yeah, I love that. That's such good advice for people to start doing. Yeah, and it takes two seconds, but it makes sure that you haven't forgotten anything. 
It makes it easy. You don't have to think. It takes the guesswork out of it in the morning. And even like, say you work out, I don't know, after work, say packing a gym bag in the car with you, you can go straight away. It kind of makes it really easy. And that's a habit that you can get into doing as well when you know that you're going to go gym. What about you, Eb? I love that. I think that, I mean, it's hard for me to think of habits that I do every single day because the last like three months of my life have been insane. But I think (laughs) usually I would say journaling, going to bed at a good time, waking up early. Like that's a big thing for people. When I tell them when I get up, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you get up at that time. Like how? (laughs) Yeah. My body's so used to it. So that's the other thing. Like it's become habitual for you now. Yes, exactly. Mm. Uh, And I think I would say those are probably the main ones. A few habits that I'd love to get back into are drinking enough water and meditating. Yes. Oh, I feel the same with you. I used to be the biggest meditator and I used to actually do it. Um, Another thing, stretching. Like I really want to get back into stretching because when I was doing a lot of home workouts. Yes, we both said this, didn't we, in our morning routines. Yeah. Let's keep each other accountable. Yes, for sure. And we'll update you guys next episode. So what I would do was I'd do my workout at home and then I'd take like 10, 15 minutes and do a really beautiful long stretch session. And then Mm. I would, you know, meditate straight after because I'd already be on my yoga mat. I'd just lay there and I put a timer on and it was no brainer. It was just almost like a habitual sequence that I would just follow. And now that I'm able to go back to reformer to an actual gym, we do like a quick stretch session in the actual class, but then I don't go and sit in my car and meditate. So it's almost like I have to find another trigger that's like, okay, now I meditate. Maybe it's five minutes before bed or five minutes as soon as I wake up. That might be my trigger to build that habit. Mm. But I think another really good habit as well that, that I've implemented is um, writing a really good like grocery list. I think that meal prepping is really, really important in terms of like to eat mm-hmm. really nutritionally dense and to, to fuel yourself well for your goals. Um, yeah, writing a good grocery list so you don't just go in there blind. And what I've actually been doing is writing it on my notes on my phone. Like I used to be a really big like to-do list maker, but I love writing it down so I could tick it off. Um, But now it's really helpful to do it on your phone because first you write your list with your meals, right? And then I'll separate, okay, fruit and veg at the top, cans and things like that in the middle, and then say frozen at the end. Yes, in the order that you walk through the supermarket. Yes. And so it actually makes grocery shopping almost, I don't want to say it, but I find it fun. (laughs) So it's not such a big task and it's an easy habit for you. You don't just go to the supermarket and see whatever's there and end up buying a lot of like junk foods yeah so if you're in that habit you're more likely to set yourself up for success and then if you say do your groceries like on a sunday or something and then you come home and you're like okay it's my meal prepping and grocery day and then you do your meal prep and it becomes that sequential habit again like almost like a habit cycle yeah yeah love that Hmm. love that so much and i love shopping lists and lists of pretty much all kinds I'm a list lover. <laughs> yes, me too. Um, I want to quickly just chat on one thing before you wrap up today's episode that we probably will dive into more in the habits episode. But I think you need to really ask yourself if you're looking at somebody else, right, and feeling then really motivated to have what they want or do what they do or be like they are, the missing block there, right, is the why behind that and how deep that why is and how authentic that why is 
Because Carla, if you run every day and the why is because you freaking love it and it makes you feel good, then that's why it turns into a habit for you and that's why it's easier for you to do it. If I saw from your Apple Watch, from your Apple Watch that you yet that you'd ran 20 kilometers on your Sunday morning and I'm waking up on my Sunday morning hungover, which I wouldn't because I haven't drank in like two years, but if I'm waking up hungover and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a runner because I want to do that. Is that just because like you think that it looks better to have run 20 kilometers than to be hungover? Yeah, maybe, maybe like you want to make some different life choices and stuff like that, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually motivated to run. You're just motivated by what Carla's doing and her outcome. It's shiny object syndrome. You're looking at someone else's success and you want that. But if I said, okay, why do you want to run? Why do you want to run, Eb? Oh, because Carla's doing it and it just looks like she has her life together. Okay, well, that's not a deep why. Because do you love run? If, if Do you love running? No. Do you, do you feel good after running? No, sometimes I do. But like, <laughs> then if your only why is to look like Carla and to be like Carla, that's not very deep. So I think that's a really, really good first tip. And like, find your why, but also find what motivates you. I think for me, it's that instant gratification and almost that feeling of like the high that I get after a workout, those endorphins, the, you know, energy flowing to me. So find what is almost like your instant gratification. And this is with any type of habit or motivation, mm. you know, so again, going to the pantry, my instant gratification was I get to eat. However, if I can change this habit and, and say, okay, I'm going to have a break and my instant gratification is going to be, I get to go and kiss and cuddle Tyson and play with him for a little bit. My instant gratification is that feeling of love and happiness instead. Mm -hmm. So just find that why and find what motivates you. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want it to look like we're poo-pooing on motivation. I think that motivation is so good. Like I said, I chase motivation. I love it. I'm obsessed with motivation. But I think if you only rely on motivation, you're never going to get to where you want to be. You have to build discipline to actually withstand. Like I said, that's the vessel that's actually going to withstand like the rocky seas. If you get in your motivation boat, you're probably going to paddle out like 10 <laughs> meters and then there's going to be a hole in the boat, leak in the boat, you're going to sink, boom. No goals for you, no dreams for you. And as well, if you want it to be a long-term thing that you can sustain, motivation is great to start you off, but it's going to be so, so hard to maintain a health and fitness lifestyle just off of motivation. So I think like the second tip would be developing habits that set you up for that disciplined routine because mm -hmm. you can see the bigger picture in the long run. That's so important. I love that. Well, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed chatting about motivation and discipline, and I'm really excited to do our episode just on habits because I could talk about this stuff all day. And I think that it's really important, not only for your health and fitness and your general lifestyle, but also business endeavors and personal endeavors. It's really important to, to I guess, have that, have that knowing. And when you sort of look at a habit loop, which we'll talk a lot about more in that next episode, talking about habits, you can sort of... I guess, hack your own brain. You know, you can actually work out, okay, mm. this is what I'm doing right now. I can see this reoccurring pattern. And if I have the self-awareness to see it, I then have the tools to break it, you know? Yes. I feel like after this episode, I'm going to go through and just do a bit of a journaling session and write down like my good habits and identify some not so good habits that I can change mm. and just kind of overhaul my, my lifestyle. 
I think it's it has motivated me. This episode has motivated me <laughs> to do that. Um, so hopefully my discipline will be good enough to actually go and do it afterwards. <laughs> Yes, I love that. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe or follow us depending on where you're listening. Give us a rating and a review. We would really appreciate it. And don't forget to take a screenshot of you listening and then post it to your stories tagging at Real Health Podcast. We would love to reshare it. And we'd love to hear your feedback as well. Um, Getting those screenshots are so good. Um, for your feedback as well if you want to review the podcast it's it's really good for us to know what you guys want to see and what you're enjoying exactly i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day until the next episode we wish you happiness and real health